This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all know that our mental health needs to be a priority, but what are you doing to ensure that? Personally, I've started therapy in 2020, as I have shared openly on this show, and it has made such a difference for me. I think anyone can benefit from therapy, but especially as many listeners of this podcast are special needs parents, we definitely need to take care of ourselves in order to best take care of our children. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Adventures in Autism listeners will get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash adventures in autism. That's betterhelp.com slash adventures in autism. Welcome to Adventures in Autism, episode 173. I am Megan Carranza. Thank you so much for coming to listen. If it is your first episode, welcome. So happy to have you. And if you've been listening, thank you so much for coming on back to the show. And today's episode, it's just me. I actually was getting ready to put out an interview episode. I still have a couple interviews in my vault that I'm excited to share. But I was looking back through the archives, and it is the beginning of April, which we all know is Autism Awareness Month. And since the start of the show, I've kind of done like a April Autism Awareness episode every year. And I thought, you know what? I got to keep that tradition alive <laughs> and do one this year, which it's interesting because so this is Adventures in Autism has been around for a little over three years. Um, but this past March, actually, just last month was the five year anniversary of Logan's autism diagnosis, which I don't know. I'm definitely like a sentimental. I don't know if that's the right word, but, you know, like big kind of years like that, you know, like five years, 10 years, whatever, they do kind of mean something to me. And I thought, you know, it's, I've done a few episodes where I've kind of like reflected back on how I feel about our autism journey and like our personal journey and how things have changed from, you know, the time that Logan was diagnosed or even beforehand until now. Um, but then I was thinking, I I do have some different feelings just regarding like autism awareness and this month in general, I feel like. So I thought I could talk a little bit about that. Um, and then I have a, a few things, not like a ton, but a few things that I think are good ways to celebrate this month or carry out this month, honor this month, whatever word you want to use. Um, I mean, you know, this is something that's come up before on the show, but obviously there is, there's some conflict and divisiveness with, within the autism community, you know, particularly with parents, with children on the spectrum who are, you know, raising autistic children. And then there are individuals on the spectrum themselves. And, you know, 
it's tricky. So I don't want to get like too far into it, but I also want to be honest and just say, you know, I think it's, it's totally reasonable for two things to be true at once. And I think it's okay for parents to have one perspective and for individuals on the spectrum to have another. Um, and we will kind of get into this more when I go over the, like what I was saying, the kind of ways that I plan to, to honor this month and sort of carry it out. And I think are like pretty realistic ways that you could also do that if that's something that you want to do. Um, you know, we, we've come a long way, but we still have a long way to go. So I think there are things that we can be doing and not just this month, but, but every, every month, every day, really, that can help us sort of just like keep things moving in the right direction. Okay. But like I said, I wanted to talk about just in general things that I have learned. I mean, I guess these are things that I've learned from our autism journey and everything. But like I said, it's the, the five year anniversary of Logan's diagnosis. Um, which does kind of feel like a big deal. Cause I'm like, Oh wow. Like I have been Logan's mom for nine years and now five of those, like more than half his life, we have been doing this autism thing. So I actually wrote, I wrote a post and I made a reel. I'm so not like social media savvy. I mean, obviously I have like Facebook and Instagram and I, I like sharing stuff, but I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have like a rhyme or reason. Um, and honestly, I was talk about the ways that I've, I've changed or changed my opinion on things. I was almost just going to do like, I would, I would, I would say something for, for like world autism day on the second, which was just this past Saturday. I was always planning to say something, but my, my first thought was like, oh, I'm not going to like do a whole lot, which is actually what I did last year. I didn't really like, I just kind of posted a picture and like a pretty short caption and that was just kind of what I was feeling. And I thought that was kind of what I was feeling this year too. But then I'm one of those people where it's like once I like start saying something or typing something, sometimes like more just comes out. And that's what happened <laughs> when I when I wrote this. Um, and it's funny because we when when Logan was diagnosed, like I said, it was in March. So it was just like a couple weeks later that it was World Autism Day. And I hadn't necessarily planned on sharing the news of Logan's diagnosis, like super publicly, like on social media. And, you know, at that point, again, I didn't have the podcast or anything. This would just be like sharing with our like actual, like close family and friends. Um, but I just felt like I couldn't let this day go. I couldn't let that day pass of it being World Autism Day. And I had this like newly diagnosed autistic child. So I, I, that year I wrote like a big long post, kind of like, coming out that Logan was on the spectrum, that he had just been recently diagnosed and talking a lot about how, even though, you know, he had autism, like he was just a regular four-year-old boy. And I still feel in a lot of ways that that's true. Um, obviously he's a nine-year-old boy now. Um, but I think one of the ways that my opinions have changed a little bit is that there was a time when I felt like I wanted Logan to be like I said, I, I did I want I didn't want people to necessarily view him like as autistic, which maybe that sounds bad because it's not like I was trying to hide his autism. Obviously, I was like coming out and sharing it openly. But I just I didn't want I didn't want anyone to um 
like pigeonhole him, I guess is the right word to use. And I absolutely still don't want anyone to pigeonhole him. If anything, I feel like that has changed even more is that like, I want people to just like, I, I want the bar raised for him. I don't want it lowered. I want to like have higher expectations for him. That's another thing that's totally changed. Cause there was a time when it was like, I was even setting the expectations for Logan too low and I have realized that I was doing him a disservice in doing that. I thought I was I was kind of protecting him, but really I was protecting myself because I didn't know what he was truly capable of. And I felt like I was helping him or, like I said, protecting him if I was kind of lowering that bar. But really, I know now that that was really unfair to him. And, you know, there's that, that saying of, like, presume competence or assume competence. And... I had always heard that and like had it in my head, but I don't think I really understood the meaning of that until more recently, which I have shared there a little bit on the show. Um, okay. So I want to, I want to read this post. Cause like I said, I, I wrote this, um, to go with, uh, I put up a reel on Saturday. It was actually really cute. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a little video of some like highlights of this past year with Logan. Um, and just really showing like all the stuff that he is able to do and all the fun stuff as a family we're able to do. And again, just because it looks a little bit different doesn't mean that it is less than different, not less. Um, and that has not changed at all since the beginning of our, our autism journey. But I think what has changed a little bit is I, I used to look at April as like, oh my gosh, like we are going to just like celebrate autism. And like, this is great cheerleaders. (laughs) And again, it's like, I feel, I feel like that all the time. And I know a lot of people like, I'm so exhausted by April. And I feel like for a while I was like, no, I don't feel that at all. And now I'm kind of like, oh wait, five years in, maybe I do feel that a little, um, but not enough to let it pass by without saying anything. Okay. So this is what I wrote in this post. It says five years into this autism thing, and I thought I'd share a few of my findings. Number one, as a parent of a child with autism, there is so much to learn, but even more to unlearn. That is very true. I'm not going to comment on this as I say it, though. I'm just going to say it, and then I'll go back. (laughs) Number two, Logan continues to be my greatest teacher. I'll never know what I did to deserve him and be so close to his magic. Whatever it was, I thank my lucky stars for it. Again, very true. You guys, I can't stop myself from commenting on these things. Number three, progress never stops. I remember years ago being told after age three or five or seven or blah, 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 that Logan would not be able to, air quotes, catch up. Well, guess what? We're not trying to catch up. We've thrown out the rule book. And even at the ripe old age of nine, Logan continues to blow us away with his progress. Number four. It's amazing what couldn't be communicated with no words. As someone who talks a lot and always has, I would never have understood how much we can feel, relate, and emote without speaking. And truthfully, unless you connect with a non-speaking individual, you really cannot understand. There is an unspoken bond that words can never do justice. Number five, Logan has a million amazing qualities. But if I had to say what my favorite was, it's his ability to be 100% authentically himself. He is completely unbothered by anyone's perception of him. He is not hiding anything ever. If he's happy, he is positively beaming with joy. If he's upset, he cries with a crushing sadness from his soul. 
Thankfully, this doesn't happen often, but it is heartbreaking when it does. If he wants something, he will stop at nothing to get what he wants. This might sound overdramatic, but I promise you it's not. Logan does only does things the way he wants to do them. He's not working on anyone's timetable but his own. To put it bluntly, he doesn't give a... I use the poop emoji. <laughs> he doesn't give a, you know what, what anyone thinks of him. And honestly, we could all learn from that. I could go on and on forever, but I think that's enough for now. And today on World Autism Day or April, the month of autism awareness, I need to ask a favor. The favor is this. Please be kind to people like Logan. Please don't discard them because they don't speak. Please don't stare when they're loud or do something, air quotes, funny in public. Please include them and their families in everyday activities and be understanding if they need adjustments to be made. Please know that different is not less. Logan, thank you for everything you are. You are absolutely perfect in every single way. The world needs more people exactly like you. Okay, so I wanted to to share this on the podcast because obviously the people that listen to the show are mostly parents, family members, caregivers, people who understand autism and understand um, just this whole life because it really, as we know, it's not just Autism Awareness Day in on April 2nd or even like the whole month of April. It is really 24-7, 365 days a year, like never ends. Um and again, it's like, as I, as I think back, I, I feel like I learn more every year. And if you break that down every day, really. And I just wanted to kind of share that. And I wanted to read it here too. I mean, you, you might've seen it on social media, but in case you didn't, I wanted to read it in my own voice because I really do mean like every word of that. When I talked about, you know, throwing out the rule book and not trying to catch up and learning a ton, but unlearning even more and appreciating the person that Logan is for the fact that like, he doesn't care what people think about him and he does the things that he wants to do. I feel like there was a time, you know, early on in this journey where, like I was saying, I wanted everyone to just view Logan as like a regular kid. And I didn't want them to to necessarily think differently of him. And as much as, like I said, I, do, I don't want anyone to, you know, lower the bar for him or like set the expectations too low. And I, in a lot of ways, I do just want him to be seen as Logan and not like Logan with autism. I, the difference now is that I do think that Logan is different. And I think that that is okay. I actually think it's, it's wonderful because... I think he's wonderful and I want people to know that I don't want him to like, I don't, I, where, whereas I feel like I used to think, oh, I think he needs to like, it's okay for him to kind of blend in with the crowd. I think it's like completely okay for him to stand out. And that's what like the unlearning is, is that I, I think it's okay for him to be who he is and be different and not blend in. And I think the more we can like share that message of, you know, these children are and, and people and adults and everybody, they're not like needing to be fixed. It's it's actually the rest of us. <laughs> they kind of need to be fixed because we need to understand that people are different. Everybody is different. 
And that's okay. That's not something that we should shy away from or be afraid of or be uncomfortable with. It's okay. I hope I'm articulating this well. I don't know if I am. That's what I was trying to articulate from that post. And maybe I should have just not said anything else. Um, but I, I hope that, you know, going into this April, whether you feel exhausted by April or not, and I don't blame you because like I said, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit too. Um, just that we all have that, that common ground of wanting to move things forward. So I, I, you know, I'm not naive enough to think that people listening to this podcast agree with everything I say all the time. Um, I'm definitely like, I'm trying my best always. And I'm, I really am always trying to like learn and reflect and update my thinking when I need to. Um, and maybe you see things totally different and that's okay too. But like, to me, what April means is that we are going to take this spotlight that is shining on autism this month a little bit, and we are going to use it to our advantage to move things forward and spread that message. So that is what I am planning for this month. So like I said, I wanted to talk about a few things that I think are like realistic things that you can do this month, but really like all the time or whenever feels right for you. Um, and some of them are probably really obvious, but I, to me, these are, they're, whether they're obvious or not, they're still things that are, like I said, doable, but great things to do. Um, okay. So the first one I said is get involved with local nonprofits, groups, organizations. This I think is like the best bet when it comes to anything as far as like charity, giving money. I think local is the way to go. Um, so I'll just share a couple of things like for, for me, um, one, I know you guys have heard a ton about Autism Hero Project. That is a, a local nonprofit. Uh, the president Tamika has been on the show a couple of times, vice president, Jamie, one of my dear friends, they're both one of my dear, dear friends of mine, um, have been on the show a couple of times. AHP is very close to my heart and I, I just adore them. I connected with Tamika really not long after I had started this podcast and AHP is amazing. They don't take a penny of their profits. All the money goes directly to individuals on the spectrum, uh, to their families. I mean, I have like firsthand seen them do amazing things, not, and not just in terms of like, you know, money for services and stuff like that. There was a family recently who they had moved here from India and Tamika and Jamie like helped furnish their home because they didn't, they came here with not much. And I mean, things that I just am really proud to, to know these people and to, um, just support them because they're, they're amazing. Um, and then there's another one also, Jessica was on the podcast. She has the Center for Special Needs Siblings. And I love that. She wrote the book, Billy's Sister. I feel like, again, it's not just the person on the spectrum that needs support and help. It's their whole family because it's like we're all we're all in this together. We're all a part of it. So she's doing amazing things. Again, these are local to me, but I just thought I would share a couple. And there's a new one that I had just recently gotten in touch with. Um, a friend of mine is running the Chicago Marathon for the second time, and you get to pick a, a charity of your choice to raise money for. And of course, I had suggested Autism Hero Project, but there's like a small kind of group or list that they could choose from, and AHP was not on there. So there was a couple different autism charities and a couple of the big ones. 
um, the really big one that you guys know about. And my friend had, had my, this is my close friend messaged me and she was like, this isn't a good one. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I would not give money to them. And she's like, what about these other couple? And I did some Googling and what I found was this awesome local, not far away from us, um, nonprofit called have dreams. And they are amazing. They have, it's started by parents of kids on the spectrum in like the nineties. And they have tons of resources and services for individuals on the spectrum. They have like after school programs, they have like cooking classes and just like fun, fun stuff for them to do, which I'm really excited about getting, getting into more, um, and support for families too. So those are just like three that I, you know, like kind of quickly know of around, around where I live. So if you're local, check those out. Um, but really like it doesn't, it doesn't take a whole lot to find what is like local to you. And, you know, I live in like the Chicagoland area, so that we probably have more than like in like a rural spot. Um, but I would just search, I would search and see like, what is close to you? What is a group that you can get involved with? Whether you are, you know, donating money, donating time, Autism Hero Project is doing a, um, an event with the Elgin Police Department, uh, later this month that I'm going to just be helping out at and stuff like that. It's like, you don't have to, you don't have to do a ton. It doesn't have to be like your everyday, like make it a job. It can just be like you help when you can and how you can. And I just think it's a good way to kind of like get involved and feel again. It's also, it's nice too. Cause it's like these people, like the, the board members, the people that come to these events, they're people that I've connected with. It's actually, it's great. Manny has like a group of these autism dads that he's hung out with a few times, um, that we've connected with like through autism hero project. So it's been wonderful across the board. So that would be the first thing I would say is get involved with local groups. Um, the second, and this is kind of what I was saying in that post, there's that the section where I was saying, you know, like be kind to people like Logan and include them and things like that. Um, this is something that also I feel like has kind of shifted my, my perspective a little bit, like from the beginning of our, our journey until now is reaching out to our community, our, our friends and neighbors and people who are not just a part of the autism community. Cause obviously, you know, those of us who are, like I said, living this every day are going to have our own perspective and we, we don't need the autism awareness, but we need them to have the awareness. We need to, to pass this message on to them. So there was a time when I felt like, oh, I don't want to like overstep. Like I was happy to, like I said, share that Logan had autism, but I didn't want to like necessarily include too many people or feel like I, I had to include people that like weren't necessarily a part of the autism community. And again, I feel differently about that now because I just think that like we need allies and we need support from people outside of our own autism community. So one way that I'm going to do that this month, and I, I had done this a couple years ago, and then because of COVID, 
wasn't able to. Um, but I had spoken at Logan's school. I brought, uh, the book, why is he doing that? Which was another one I've talked about a lot on the show and had the author on like early, early on when I had started the podcast. Um, why is he doing that is an awesome children's book about autism. I think it explains it really well. It keeps it really simple. So for kids, it's great. So I had gone to Logan's school a couple years ago and read that to his typical peers when he was in first grade And this year, actually just tomorrow, I'm going to go read that to Liliana's kindergarten class um, because, you know, the kids in that class, like they are, they're, no one is on the spectrum. And I want, especially kids, I think like we need to normalize this for them that like, again, everyone is different. We all do things differently. You, this person might have autism, this person might not, and that's okay. And this is, this is what it is. And I think especially when we can reach them young, that's like the best way to do it. Cause then they just, they're just growing up with it. So we don't even have to normalize it later. We're just working with what we got. So that's something that I will be doing. Um, and I think that that is again, feasible, like not something you would do all the time, but I had just reached out to Liliana's teacher and said, Hey, you know, for month of April, I would love to come in and read to the class. She was totally open to it. But I thought even if you are in like a play group, like bringing that book to read to the the kids and reading that, reading that book to the, the play group. Um, again, it's really good. It's a really like simple read. So I feel like you could like, like, I mean, I guess not like a two-year-old, but I honestly think like three and up, um, would appreciate that book. I've read it to, to my three-year-old many, many a time and she loves it. Um, so yeah, even like at a playgroup, you could talk about autism with the kids <clears throat> for more of like, <clears throat> excuse me, um, more of like on the adult side of things. If you're in a book club, I was thinking you could suggest reading a, a book about autism, either from a parent's perspective or from an individual on the, the spectrum's perspective. I think my favorite one is The Reason I Jump. I think that one is incredible. That would be an awesome book to suggest for book club. I just think anywhere we can like reach out to the people that are, again, like maybe know that your child has autism and are aware of it, maybe you talk about them a lot. Maybe you don't. I just think anywhere that we can like spread that awareness, whether it's, you know, on a big scale or a little scale, a little scale is great. Cause that is still, it's, it's still doing a lot. Sometimes it's, it feels like, Oh, like how can I make a difference? And you, you actually have the power to make a big difference for, I don't know how I want to say this. You could, it may, it makes a big difference, even if it is a small thing. And it really does have the power to, to change things. And then the last thing I want to say, and I kind of touched on this earlier, um, but this is a huge one, and that is to listen to autistic individuals. And like I had said, you know, there is a lot of conflict and sometimes fighting and bad stuff happening, people feeling targeted or, or you know, having, having issues. Um, and I've been pretty lucky. I try to stay out of that. I try to stay out of the drama. Um, but I think that there is so much to learn as a parent from individuals on the spectrum. I have learned so much. My eyes have been opened so much and in, in, and that's many things have gone into that, but I know for a fact, so much of that is from listening to 
autistic adults and individuals on the spectrum who have a, a different perspective on just kind of everything. And obviously like there's going to be, there's going to be some extremes. And I think literally like anything anyone tells you, you should like maybe take with a grain of salt. <laughs> um, but especially when you have someone that you, you can like really, you trust and are, are speaking kind of your language. I think those are the people that you really want to like connect with and listen to. Um, the biggest one, and she's been on the show. I've talked about her a lot, but her name is Tiffany. She has the, uh, Instagram account, Nye Functioning Autism. She was on the show just a few months ago. Um, and she's someone who I really like consider a friend. I adore her. I feel like I can ask her, like anything. She's been so open and helpful with me. And I'm sure a lot of times I sound really ignorant or I'm not putting, phrasing things right. And she's always like really kind and gentle with me. She shares a ton of awesome information and resources. So, I mean, like I said, she's like a friend of mine. So I, I, I am lucky that I get to just <laughs> message her when I want to talk to her. But I just, I mean, I love all the stuff that she shares. I think she just has such a unique perspective because she is on the spectrum but she also has two kids on the spectrum. So she is both, you know, an, an autism parent and autism has autism herself. So it's really interesting to just hear from her perspective and learn from her. Another person who is similar like that has, has children in the spectrum and then is, um, on the spectrum herself is another Tiffany from fidgets and fries. She is also incredible. I love her. Her writing is so beautiful. Um, she posts tons of great information and she, her, she has two, two sons on the spectrum and one is non-speaking. And there was something that she posted, um, a while back talking about her son that, you know, like sometimes you can like kind of blend in or as we say, mask autism, but there are individuals like her son or like, I, I can relate to this because this is like Logan where there's no masking. And that was kind of what I had said in that that post of like Logan isn't hiding anything ever because like he just does not have the he he just he just does not care. He does not care to do that. He does not care to do that for you or for himself or for anyone. Like he is who he is and she was saying that you know her son's autism is loud and I just like I said her her writing is just beautiful and the way that she phrases things and again just the perspective is incredible. I've learned a ton from her as well. Um, and there's one more that I want to talk about. His name is Russell and he has an account called the autistic poet. Um, he's amazing. He's a writer. He is a huge advocate and speaker. Uh, he's super, super honest and he's on the spectrum. He's like a young guy. I don't know how old he is. I would think like mid twenties maybe. Um, and again, hearing his perspective is really interesting because, you know, I have a son who is nine, but will someday be a man in his mid twenties. And I have just learned a lot from Russell and from his words. I also, Russell and his mom have a really close relationship. She really is like, a, as much as he's an amazing advocate, she is like a supporter of him. And I just think their relationship is so sweet and special and something that I you know, like strive for with Logan as he gets older, for sure. I feel like they just have like a really beautiful bond and connection. And that's something that I have with Logan now. And I want to nurture that as much as I can. Um, but I just think like, again, there's a lot of noise in the autism community. And sometimes that can, that can be like a turn off and you're like, oh, I just, I, this makes me uncomfortable, but there are 
there are, and those are just a few. Those are the few that like really stick out to me, but there are, there are so many that they're sharing such great knowledge and so many pieces that you can pick up. Even if it's like, you don't agree with every single thing they're saying, if there's like pieces in there that, that resonate with you and that can help, help you move forward. I think that that is so powerful. So that's what I'm planning to do this month and every month. Um, and I thought I would share those if, you know, anybody listening is like, how can I make this April count? Um, I think that's a great way to do it. And again, it's not, I'm not saying, you know, donate a million dollars to these organizations. If you have some money to donate, great. If you have just some time to donate, great. If you have any, anything that you can do to, to help or help plan events, whatever it is going on. Um, I think that there are, there's always like a, at least a small way that we can, help again to kind of like move things forward. So that is all for today. And, you know, I'm looking forward to the rest of this month. I feel like, yeah, in the past, I felt like we need to make April really special. And I do want to like take advantage of the spotlight, but I also just feel like we need to make every month special. So it is what it is. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you are enjoying the show and you have not yet left a rating and review on Apple Podcast, I would be so appreciative if you would do that or anywhere you listen to the podcast. I always say Apple because I don't, that's where I listen to podcasts. I know there are other, obviously, like streaming platforms. I don't know though if you can individually uh, rate the show on, on those platforms. But if you can, I'll take, I'll take any rating and review, um, especially good ones that are five stars. I really love those because what that does really does help other people to find the show. And that's another way we can help each other out is by sharing this podcast. Oh, that would be amazing. If, if you would actually share this podcast, like on your Instagram stories, um, or Facebook or whatever, that is another really good way to just spread this message. And maybe, you know, people even, individuals not on the spectrum would listen to this that or people who are outside the autism community would listen to this episode because maybe they would pick up some information um okay i'm really gonna stop rambling now thank you so much for listening and until next time take care 